0: السلام عليكم
1: Alaikum الله وبركاته. الله أكبر الله
0: ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون our beloved Prophet he taught us that there are two blessings that many people fail to take advantage of. There are two blessings. Out of all the blessings that we have, out of all the blessings that we have access to that we may potentially have access to, the Prophet narrowed it down to these two things specifically. Good health and free time. Good health and free time. The implication here, the Prophet is encouraging us, Alayhi to take advantage actively of these two blessings before it's too late, whatever that may mean. The Prophet is teaching us, as was his practice, his primary approach, his emphasis was consistently for us to do what we can, where we can, when we can, how we can. We have various examples of this from our tradition. One example, a person may not realize how much depth there is to this very short hadith, this very short story, in which the Prophet taught us that there was a person who had a very checkered past, who had a number of mistakes he mentioned that this person happened to be a lady she simply gave water to a dog think about this, think of how much time and effort we try to put in from one Friday to the next, from one Jum'ah to the next, from, from one Ramadan to the next, on a daily, weekly, annual basis. We're doing what we can, as best we can, for the sake of pleasing Allah Azza wa If something is accepted by Allah, there's nothing more that we can ask for, there's nothing more that we can dream of. Allah only accepts from people of taqwa from people of piety, may Allah make us from among them, Amir Alameen. This person simply gave water to a dog and Allah Azza wa forgave them, Allah forgave her and granted her Jannah. Now if you take a step back and look at this quantitatively, nowadays if you go to your average store, you go to Walmart or otherwise, how much would it cost quantitatively to get a bottle of water that may be comparable to however much water we would assume can be fit in a shoe. Chances are it's, it's maybe a 20 ounce bottle of water, maybe less than that. With Allah, the quantity does matter, it does have its time and its place, yes, but that's 1B, it's important, it's still at that number one slot, but 1A is quality. Why was this person? as checkered as their past may have been, as many mistakes as they may have made, why was it as dark as her past may have been, why was it this one act was accepted by Allah and so beloved to Him, such that Allah forgave them and granted them Jannah, because of the X factor of ikhlas, of sincerity. When we hear that reminder, The way that we should interact with, that's just one example, and there are others as well. The way that we should try our best to interact with these different, whether ayat, whether hadith, whatever it may be from our deen, the intention should always be, how can I take something small from this and put it into action? How can I take some kind of benefit? How can I take even one piece of fruit from this tree and turn it into practice, put it into action? What can I do? It's not just about the theory, but it's also about the practice. Let me, so if I'm reminded of that story, let me make some istighfar. Let me ask Allah for forgiveness. Whatever the mistakes may have been today, here and now, let me turn to Allah, Ya Allah. There are so many mistakes, and I know that I've made so many mistakes. I'm not running from them. But at the same time, I am running from them. I'm not running from them, meaning I'm sitting here, I'm standing here, turning to you, Ya Allah taking responsibility for them. I'm not running from the responsibility. And in doing so, I am running from my mistakes because I'm running towards Allah. فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ إِنِّي لَكُم مِّنْهُ نَذِيرٌ مُّبِينٌ So by grounding ourselves at that moment, whatever, whenever it may be, and turning to Allah, asking Allah for forgiveness, turning that idea of tawbah into practice, by doing so, Instead of, sometimes we run from our mistakes and as if Allah doesn't see us, as if Allah doesn't hear us, as if Allah doesn't know, Allah sees us, Allah hears us, Allah knows. Allah knows us. Even then, Allah mentions time and time again in the Qur'an, He knows what we do and even then He pardons much. Wa عَمْ كَثِيرٌ Even then He forgives so much. The idea is when we're reminded of these concepts, we want to take something from them and turn it into practice. That's how we can have a fruitful relationship with Allah Jalla, A fruitful relationship with the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. A fruitful relationship with our deen, inna deena andallaha al-islam. It's not just about information that has its time and its place. There's information, there's knowledge. Knowledge is a higher level. We want to take that and put it into practice. So when the Prophet mentions these two things alayhi sallallahu specifically, when the Prophet mentions there are these two blessings that many people fail to take advantage of. Health and free time, by default, the reflection on my end should be, if I want to reflect that prophetic nur, a mirror doesn't reflect light in the dark. Light has to be present. Allahu nurus samawatu wal That light of guidance, it has to be present. When it is present, then that's how there can be that reflection. If we want that light to reflect off of our hearts, we have to turn on the light. Sometimes the mirror gets a a little bit cloudy, gets a little bit dirty, a little bit rusty. Through dhikr, through Qur'an, through good deeds, through sadaqah, you name it, any act of khurbah, that's how we polish it. And it's not just once in a while. We polish it again, and again, and again, and again, and we start to realize that, you know, my mirror, so to speak, Meaning my heart is constantly in need of polishing on a daily basis. I don't have the luxury to go and zoom in on the, the dust particles on other people's mirrors. Yes, a person may notice there are weeds in that neighbor's front yard, and that neighbor's front yard and that neighbor's front yard. That may be true. What about the weeds in my front yard? What good is it what good is it going to do me if I'm so focused I get out my binoculars? I get up my telescope, I get on my camera, and I zoom in. They have this weed, and they have that weed, and they have that weed, and they have this mistake, and they have that one, and they have that one. There may be truth to that. We're not saying otherwise. But what is our primary responsibility and priority? What am I preparing for tomorrow? What am I preparing for when I meet Allah? And the Prophet is teaching us there are two key vehicles that we need to make sure we punch our ticket to get on board. How can I use my health for the sake of Allah? How can I use my free time for the sake of Allah? And every other blessing that Allah has given each and every one of us. One of the best ways that we can show, one of the most critical ways that you and I can show our gratitude to Allah Azza wa Jal for any blessing that we have, especially in connection with these two. How can I use these blessings Allah has given me for the sake of good. It's not just about verbally thanking Allah, which is important. Our book begins with Alhamdulillah. Our prayer begins with Alhamdulillah. When people enter Jannah, may Allah make us all from among them say Ameen. When people enter Jannah, we find this in Surah A'raf, we find this in Surah Az-Zumar, we find this in Surah Fatir. What do people say as a natural reaction when they are given this incredible blessing of being entered by Allah's grace and mercy into His garden, into His Jannah, which is absolutely massive. Alhamdulillah. Waqalu Alhamdulillah laddi adhaba anna alhazan. Inna rabbana la ghafur shakur. Waqalu alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I thank Allah. I praise Allah. I recognize the blessings that I have, and I recognize where they came from. So if Allah has given me health, how can I use my health to do good, to thank Him, not just with my words, saying Alhamdulillah is absolutely important, no question. How can I live Alhamdulillah? How can I live this phrase? How can I thank Allah? How can I show that gratitude to Allah with my limbs? with my wealth, with my words. If Allah has given me the ability to make a lot of money, how can I show Allah with my actions that I'm grateful for it, in addition to, not instead of, in addition to saying, Alhamdulillah, Ya Allah, thank you for this amazing raise that you've blessed me with. Now I can provide even more for my family and the Muslims in need. Saying Alhamdulillah, is absolutely essential. How can I live, alhamdulillah? Allah mentions to the family of Dawood alayhi salam. This is very, very important. It's also very interesting. What's mentioned here? Allah says to show your gratitude with your actions. Allah tells the family of Dawood alayhi salam to show actions of gratitude to Allah and then you know the part that is supposed to motivate you and I? The part that comes immediately afterwards. وَقَلِيلٌ مِنْ عِبَادِيَ الْشَّكُورِ And very few of my servants are grateful. As shakur is telling us very few of his servants are shakur. Very few of his servants, ipso facto, very few of his servants truly understand who he is. Because if a person truly understands that Allah is shakur, they want to become shakur that Allah is the most appreciative, then they want to become appreciative. They want to become grateful. They want to try to reflect within their limited capacity, within our limited capacity, something from the names and attributes of Allah Azza wa Meaning, Allah is the most merciful. It's not just about the information. It's not just about the knowledge. How can I take that and turn it into practice? How can I turn the ilm into amal? How can I turn the knowledge into action? Time and time again in the Qur'an, Allah mentions what? Allah mentions the reward of Jannah in connection with people of action. جَزَاءً bima كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ Ilm definitely has its time and place, its value, no question. The one specific dua in the Qur'an in which Allah teaches us to ask him, to increase us in something specific, There are many du'as that are very general. Beautiful du'as, divinely scripted du'as. But there's one in the Qur'an in which Allah Himself scripts it for us, for us to ask Him to increase us in one thing specifically. And say, my Lord, increase me in knowledge. Here, Allah didn't specifically mention gold or silver, this, that, or the other. Those things, they have their time and place. That's fine, just keep it halal. Make sure what's coming in is pure, what's going out is pure. It's all good, alhamdulillah. What can I do to show Allah my gratitude for the blessings that He's given me? I should be motivated when I'm reminded of this part of the ayah, Wa Very few of my servants are grateful. Very few of my servants are thankful. So naturally, what should that do for you and I when we hear that, when we're reminded of that? Ya Allah, make me from among them. May Allah make all of us from among them. Amin ya Rabbi Alamin. May Allah make all of us from among the few. And who are the few? The few who are grateful. Not once in a blue moon. Consistently. To be shakir is to be grateful. It may be sometimes, it may be... It's more of a generic concept, to be shakur, consistently, constantly, perpetually, Alhamdulillah, 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 in the heart, on the tongue, and also on the limbs. So in connection with these two blessings, how can I use the health and the time that Allah has given me in ways that are pleasing to Him? Not only that, how can I, if I'm truly grateful for my health, How can I help other people with their health? By helping other people in general, Allah will help us in general. By helping people in specific ways, we hope and we pray that Allah helps us in those same specific ways. Allah has the keys to the unseen. He's the one telling us. It's a promise from Allah. When there's a promise from Allah, I want to I wanna compare it to gravity. If you hold out your keys and you drop them, you, there's, no, there's no question in your mind they're going to drop because of the law of gravity. This is the law of gratitude. If you hold something out and you drop it, guaranteed the law of gravity is going to kick in whether I like it or not, and that thing is going to drop my keys, my wallet, my phone, whatever. For the law of gratitude, Allah's promise. Allah's promise is that if you're grateful, I will increase you. This is a promise from Allah. Allah has broadcast this announcement, this promise loud and clear to each and every one of us. You know when adhan is called? It's not called as as a whisper, it is being broadcast. There is an open invitation right here in the Qur'an, in Surah Ibrahim. Allah is giving us an open invitation. Come to gratitude. I will give you more than you could have ever imagined. This is the implication. rabbukum. If, there is no doubt whatsoever, if you are grateful, then there is no question, I will definitely, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, increase you. Who is saying they're going to increase us? The most generous, the one who provides, al Karim, Al-Razzaq, the most forgiving, the most merciful, the most loving, the most appreciative. Think of the woman who gave water to a dog. That's a beautiful example of Allah being shakur. Because of the sincerity, because of the quality of the condition of the heart, at the time of that small quantitative action, quantitatively, how much would that much water be worth nowadays? Maybe a dollar, maybe a dollar. Even less if you get a a big case of water, less than a dollar. Now all of a sudden when we think of giving sadaqah, even if it's a dollar, maybe by giving this Allah will forgive me, whatever my past mistakes have been. Maybe by doing this act of gratitude, by living alhamdulillah with my wallet, with my bank account, with my money, cash check, credit card, whatever. It's not about those details. Who is the one we're doing it for? al shakur al Hamid. He's the one we're doing it for. So when we do something to help others in connection with something specific, our deen teaches us, guaranteed. Guaranteed. So long as you're helping your brother, then Allah is going to be helping you. So one of the Most intelligent things that someone can do, especially with the understanding that the keys to the unseen belong to Allah, and Allah's promise is that if I'm helping my brother in humanity, especially in faith specifically, then Allah will help me. One of the most intelligent things that someone can do, if they're struggling in a specific area, for example, their health, for example, their children. Their nieces, their nephews, there's so many challenges. May Allah help us to survive the swamp of the dunya and make it to the other side successfully to Jannah Let me help someone else in that specific way so Allah can help me in that specific way. If, if somebody wants Allah to help them to get married, one of the smartest things they can do, how can I help other people to get married? Through doing that, Allah is definitely going to help you. There's a direct connection. Especially when there's that mindful, conscious niyyah, that intention. I'm doing this specific thing, I want Allah to help me in this way. If someone is struggling with their health, let me help somebody with their health and make dua, Ya Allah, help me with my health. Maybe someone's health is fine, alhamdulillah. How can I help somebody else with their health? Ya Allah, help my mother, help my father, help my grandmother, my grandfather, my cousin, my friend, Dadi, nani. Whatever the the, the title may be. Through doing these acts of gratitude, Allah is promising us the law of gratitude. Do something. Show something. Say something. And I will increase you. You know, uh, I'll conclude the first half of the khutbah with this. You know, if, if, if Bill Gates, just as a basic example, were to tell you, let's go for dinner. We can go anywhere you want no matter how much it costs. And on top of that, I'll give you a blank check to your masjid. May Allah guide Bill Gates, say, If that were to happen, are you going to think, the restaurant that I want to go to, let's go to, you know, this one place that has like one and a half stars on Yelp. No, you're going to think, because of who's telling you that, the one who's giving you that message, because of who they are, here I want to go there. I want to. There's no question that they can they can afford it, and they're being generous, and they're saying pick anywhere. You know it's within their means. You know it's easy for them. No matter what it is, no matter where it is. You're not just going to think okay, within my specific zip code. You may think, hey, if he said anywhere, you may call him back say, hey, does that mean anywhere in the world, anywhere in the country? Maybe he says, hey, I have my private jet. Don't worry, anywhere in the world, pick anywhere. You're not going to think, okay, I want to go here down the street. There, no, you're going to think big because of the one who gave you that message. And then on top of that, if they say, I'm going to give you a blank check for your message, for example. I'll give you a blank check for the Upsa Clinic. You pick the number. I can afford it, you pick the number. You're not going to think. Let me let me put five dollars. No, no, no. five ninety-nine. No, no, five hundred ninety-nine. How do we think about Allah, Al kareem Al Razak, Al fatah He's the one. Al Shakur. He's the one who's giving us this promise. Show some gratitude. I'll give you so much more in return. May Allah make us from among the few. May Allah make us from among the great. Wa ni Rabil Haamin. Subhanallah bi karibil wa al Alhamdulillah. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه إن الله وملائكته يسلون على النبي أي الذين آمنوا وصلوا عليه وسلم تسليما صلى الله على محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم I want to quickly recap and then conclude. And I want to connect it briefly with this specific project, the Ihsan Foundation General Hospital. Ihsan Foundation has been around since 1996. Primarily, it primarily focuses on helping those in West Africa, especially in Sierra Leone. What were the two things, the two blessings, the Prophet himself, alayhi salatu One of the gifts that Allah gave the Prophet, alayhi is this ability to say so much in such few words? So, when the Prophet is telling us these are two blessings, many people don't take advantage of them good health and free time. The natural thought process how can I use what Allah has given me, especially these two things, in ways pleasing to Allah? Azza wa One of the best things that we can do if we want Allah to help us is to help others. This is no question. Through helping others, it's an expression of gratitude to the one who gave us any and every blessing that we have in the first place. Allah mentions in the Quran in various places, this is just one example. (laughs) And they give from what they've been given. They give something. Allah Himself is saying that you have not truly. Attain piety in my eyes until and unless you're willing to give something from what you love. I may love something different. You may love something different. You may love something different. Allah kept it open. Whatever it is that has a special place in your heart, if you're willing to give something from that for my sake, even a little bit, even a tiny amount, in the eyes of Allah, that is an expression of birr. That is an expression of piety. That is an expression of gratitude and appreciation to Allah Azza wa Jal. I want to mention one statistic, one, one, one piece of data that I, that I want everyone to keep in mind as I, as I wrap up and conclude, inshaAllah. In the country of Sierra Leone, in West Africa, the ratio, and I want us to compare and contrast this to how things are here, to how things are in this part of the world. The ratio for a medical practitioner to a citizen, to a civilian, your average person, like you and I, is 1 to 31,000. Let that sink in. Not 1 to 30, not 1 to 300, not 1 to 31,000. A few years ago, Dr. Ahmed Nadurud was here with us today. May Allah bless him and his efforts and his family always. Amir Rabbil Alameen mentioned to me a few years ago that at that time there was one dentist in Sierra Leone, one dentist in that entire Muslim majority country, one. Now it's getting better, now it's it's getting closer to 20, SubhanAllah, but I want to invite each and every one of you towards today, I want to humbly ask each and every one of you after the prayer, give me 30 seconds. Don't worry, we're not gonna go for big numbers and I just need a few hands and make your knee a please. Give me those 30 seconds. Do it as an act of sadaqah, an act of charity. Give something today. Give something. If you have to go right away, right afterwards, that's understandable. But if not, then please, I'm humbly asking each and every one of you, if you can, give me those 30 seconds after prayer. Give something today. Because our Muslim brothers and sisters in West Africa, they have rights upon us. Muslims everywhere, they have rights upon us. And if we give something, maybe it looks like I'm helping them. (laughs) In Ahsantum Ahsantum, bi Anfusikum. And Amila Salihan whoever does good is for themselves if you do good if you do something beautiful you do something with perfection in reality you're benefiting yourself yes we're helping others but what Allah is teaching us we're helping ourselves more and oftentimes, we think to ourselves that you know it's only a small amount what's the point of giving a small amount what if that lady had that same mentality giving that water to a dog it's a shoe full of water Probably doesn't matter that much. But she ends up in Jannah even with major mistakes in her past. Ya Allah, this is the one we're giving for. This is the one we're doing this for. We ask Allah to accept it from all of us. We ask Allah to make all of us from among those whom he loves, we ask Allah to make all of us from among the muhsineen, wallahu yuhibbul muhsineen, we ask Allah to guide us and forgive us, we ask Allah to accept any good that we've tried to do for his sake, and we ask Allah to overlook each and every one of our shortcomings, we ask Allah to enable, to give us the blessing that all of us leave here forgiven, no matter what mistakes we've done, no matter what bad we've done, no matter what good we haven't done, we ask Allah to make this a gathering from which all of us leave with a clean slate with Allah Azza wa Jal, a clean slate with the most most forgiving, the most merciful, the most appreciative, the most thankful. We ask Allah to help us to take advantage of these two blessings, especially that He's bestowed upon those of us who have these two blessings of good health and free time. We ask Allah to make it easy for each and every one of us to give at least something, albeit one dollar, albeit one penny. To this cause, we're collecting for Ihsan General Hospital. We ask Allah to make it a fruitful project. We ask Allah to make it easy. We ask Allah to make it smooth. We ask Allah to send. We ask Allah to provide from places we expect and from places that we don't expect. Rabbana la tuzak quloobana ba'de ith hedaytena wahavena min ladunke rahma innneke enta wahaab. Rabbana la tukakhirna innnesina ou akhtaa'na. Rabbana wa la tahhmil alayna isra'an kama hamilta'u ala lathina min qabliina. Rabbana wa la tuhammilna ma la taqata lana bihi waafu anna. Waghfir lana wa arhamna. Enta
1: maulana fa anasurna ala qawman kafirin wa aklima